Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is January 4th, 2021. And we're so happy to have you with us at this beginning of a new year and a new cycle. As we know, the purpose of our work is to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And so it's not just the responsibility of this webinar to do that. As you know, it's the responsibility of each Triangles member. You can reach out to others through this webinar. If new people come and place their name in the chat box, they might um, be very appreciative if you agree to form a triangle with them. But also we hope that you'll reach out to new people, either family members, friends, acquaintances, co-workers, anyone who believes in the power of thought, you can simply reach out to them and introduce them to the idea of planetary service through the use of light and goodwill. We have triangles pins that you can wear and that might attract interest in the work of triangles. And we have cards that you can then give to people. So if you'd like some pins or cards about this work, please just let us know. And we also work together, as you know, to create a platform whereby those of us who are members of Triangles can come together each week, grounding our work on the physical etheric planes and work together in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique working with the etheric substance of our planet, actually reconstructing it, changing it from its present system of squares, which is a reflection of the blockheadedness sometimes of the personality. And through our work together year in and year out, century in and century out, we're told that this etheric network can be morphed, you might say, into a network of triangles. And tri the triangle is a reflection of the soul. The work is done by three people agreeing to establish a line of lighted loving communication between themselves each day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the network into the consciousness of all open hearts and minds who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. The triangles work need only take a few minutes each day, so it can be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So we hope that part of your New Year's resolution will be to join the work of triangles if you're new to it, or form new triangles if you're already a member of Triangles, so that the network can grow 
in strength and vitality during this year ahead. And after our meditation today, we're looking forward to hearing from one of our Triangle's co-workers named Jeffrey Swainhart. He's a longtime student of Ageless Wisdom teachings with an interest in financial and political seed groups. He believes in the power of meditative service for both individual and group evolution. And he encourages everyone to bring forward their best efforts in this critical time of planetary transformation. And Jeffrey currently lives in Minnesota in the United States. So we look forward to hearing from you, Jeffrey, after the meditation. So let's work now together with our visualization. Beginning by visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And visualize within that sphere, the three primary planetary centers forming a triangle. Shambhala, the planetary head center, spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, 
the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies of the triangle radiating forth from the center of the star through the five points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Radiance, we are in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need we reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. As I've already said, we have this opportunity now to renew our intention to increase and strengthen the planetary network of triangles with this beginning of a new year. And we thank you for your service that you give to this work each day, bringing light and goodwill into the world. For as is clearly apparent, we're passing through a rather challenging and confusing time 
in planetary history. Someone recently said that the only thing we can be certain of is that we really do not know what's going on. And we can be certain that no one else does either. So it's good to help do what we can through our work in triangles to clarify the lower mental and astral planes, the planes of glamour and illusion so that we and all humanity can begin to see more clearly. Through our collective work, we help to raise the invocative appeal that's issuing forth from humanity. As the energies are directed, the response is inevitable and the network becomes an increasingly resilient medium through which the evoked response can be poured forth into every avenue of human living. In the Northern Hemisphere, the sun is now just beginning its slow move northward, having just passed through the stillness of the longest night. So as the days begin to wax in strength, the light increases and our thoughts can turn to the Waysak as we project a line from the energies of Capricorn to that other earth sign of Taurus. And that touch of Shambhala that becomes available to us then and also now. For it is that Shambhala touch that links these two energies together. We can therefore understand how one of the tasks before this group of world servers is to become a channel for the spiritual will. Triangles workers have a key role to play, utilizing the etheric network to facilitate the bridging between the three planetary centers, which we work with in our visualization. It's said that for the first time in the entire history of planet Earth, this planetary triangle between Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity is coming into a three-way interrelationship, and that this has never before happened. And it's also said that it will be a temporary situation and will not be in effect forever. The fusing and blending of these three centers will certainly be fostered and given expression through the work of triangles. The planetary triangle is the vision, after all, embodied in the words, the amazing words of the great invocation. Its first four stanzas see the triangle divine blended within the square of humanity. And the final stanza, the last line, proclaims this triangle emerging as the agent through which the divine plan can be restored on earth. So as we use the great invocation and work together in triangles, we foster the interrelationship between this great planetary triangle and facilitate and aid all other triangles members in the world and all other triangles within our planet and beyond 
to come into greater functionality. So as this planetary triangle is established or anchored, the network can extend its radius, not only horizontally to include many new triangles, we hope, but also vertically facilitating the ability to bridge between humanity and the spiritual hierarchy. And then through the medium of the hierarchy, extending the alignment to that highest center, wherein we're told there are lighted pools of spiritual substance that can be brought down through our united efforts that will aid in the healing of the nations. The more triangles we create, the more light pours into the human kingdom and the more bridges are built so that humanity as a whole can become receptive to spiritual impression and better able therefore to foster right human relationships. Because triangles works with light, it's good to highlight each year at this time, the special light that shines forth from the sign Capricorn that's conditioning our work for this period. Perhaps this light is the most special of all the lights within the annual cycle because it stems from the highest point, the clearest vision, that which is attained on the mountaintop, the light supernal. This light is said to be called the light of initiation, which clears the way to the mountaintop, producing transfiguration and thus revealing the rising sun. That's a very powerful mantra that can be used in association with this sign. And it is this initiatory light, this light supernal, that can only emerge as we learn to rise above the fogs and mists that pollute the valleys and impede our ability to see clearly. During this time within the annual cycle, we can visualize this light as weaving lines, rivers of lighted substance, pouring down upon our world with healing and transfiguring effect. There's a passage that we've used before from Discipleship in the New Age, Volume 2, which describes the work going on within our planetary evolution that gives us some insight into not only the importance of this time, but also of this light supernal. It's a mantric phrase and states, when the light of the seven rays is blended with that of the seventh ray, then light supernal can be known. During this time of year when the sun is in Capricorn, this seventh ray energy is most apparent, conveying a charge of this light supernal. But the phrase, as we know, is speaking more broadly of this whole time in planetary history, this 2000 year cycle when the sun is passing through the sign of Aquarius and the seventh ray is in manifestation. This is a manifestation that we're told has only happened six other times in the past one million years or so. So it's certainly not an alignment that is um, always with us to say the least. But it's said that when this combination comes into play in our planet, 
it always leads to the illumination of consciousness and to the consequent establishment of order. So surely as human consciousness becomes increasingly illumined, it will take those measures to ensure that the order that is established in our planet corresponds with an order that is implemented under the forces of light and not imposed by those of materialistic intention. It said there are two indicators that the light supernal is becoming more powerful in our world. And the first has already occurred. And the second we're preparing for. The first was the giving out of the great invocation, the timing of that release of that great prayer was attuned to the planetary condition. And the second condition that will be made possible by this influx of light supernal is we're told the reappearance of the great Lord who will act, we're told as the lens through which the light can be focused and adapted to human need. So a lens certainly also magnifies that light, gives its potency. This great Lord is being invoked by the desire of the masses of humanity, but the energies emanate from the buddhic plane, the plane of pure reason. So astrologically, the time is right and great and momentous events are imminent. The planetary logos is taking a cosmic initiation. And the result of these combination of factors will be the creation of a direct channel for the precipitation of the light supernal into the three worlds. And it's focusing upon the physical plane this will be said to bring about the new heavens and the new earth. So let's work together now to stimulate the planetary network that is so close to the heart of the hierarchy, helping to make it available for his use. Let's come together in group fusion, linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light. With all those people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. Let's project a line of lighted energy to the center Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. 
I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Project the lighted bridge of consciousness into the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. and extend the alignment to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangles network. Visualize the released energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Sangha Mantra of Unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
as we sound the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work that's done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Hello, Jeffrey. Hey, Kathy. All right, well, we look forward to hearing from you now. Well, great, terrific. Thank you and, and welcome everyone to this Triangles webinar. It's a real honor to be here to uh, speak with everyone. So, uh, the new year, here we are. Let vision come and insight. 
let the future stand revealed. Words from the mantra of unification. Evocative words, hopeful, especially at the time of the new year when we naturally look ahead with anticipation. How do we as aspirants, disciples, and people of goodwill bring vision down into conscious realization? How do we turn purpose into plan and plan into grounded, realized truth? A new year provides us with an opportunity to refine our approach and refresh our own understanding of purpose in our personal and group work. Keeping in mind, of course, that the new year is a bit of a fiction, having little basis in nature. After all, January 4th very much resembles December 28th. But the feeling is quite different. The cultural and intellectual momentum of the new year creates a powerful context that we can use to our advantage as we employ these seventh ray techniques. The month of January is named after the Roman god Janus. Janus is said to rule over thresholds, doors, gates, transitions, and the like. And images of Janus are shown with two faces, one face looking backward and the other looking ahead. We can take our cue from Janus at this time and also look in two directions at once, as though from the Capricornian mountaintop, we can look back to see the path we've traveled and also look ahead towards our goals and the year to come. We start by looking back over the past year we take a bit of an inventory, looking back at our achievements and our shortcomings over the past 12 months. It is similar to the evening review, a powerful technique that many students use to help navigate the spiritual path. Students who make a habit of a daily review are better able to make conscious progress and to exhibit the qualities of self-awareness, dispassion, as they couple the work of personality redemption with their chosen field of service. In the example we are, in this example, we're reviewing a larger context over the whole year, but the concept and the effect are the same. And looking back over any year can be helpful in planning ahead. But 2020 has been a particularly fruitful year for challenge and through challenge, spiritual growth. We no doubt learned some things about ourselves over the past year and a bit about our brothers and sisters as well. How each of us deals with stress, ambiguity, and trust. We saw how our systems of governance responded to the presented difficulties and how misinformation can corrupt the civic discourse. And when the pressure is high, our weaknesses are revealed. And once seen, we can take corrective action. In the personal realm, we can look back at our individual efforts over the past year. How did we cope with the ever-shifting field of service? In what ways did our individual lives affect the group life? And what might we do to have a more positive impact? By asking these questions, we can more clearly assess our current situation and know where we stand at the beginning of the new year.
After a thoughtful review of the past year, we can now turn our attention to the year ahead. By reviewing the past year in a conscientious way, we've already loaded our concrete minds with the mental concepts and primed our abstract minds to receive the inspiration or intuition that we are looking for as we project forward in time. This phase is very open and needs to be held so for a period of days or weeks as we think about the year ahead. It would also be useful to carry a pen and paper so you can record inspirations as they come through. We look for ways to enhance our service. What things can we improve? What things do we want to nurture? And what things do we want to leave behind? With some ideas in place, we sit down to make a more formal plan. I believe that it's important to get our thoughts recorded in some way. I'm a journal writer, so typically have a New Year's entry where I outline my plans and hopes for the year ahead. I'm also a big proponent of mind mapping software, like the program FreeMind, with which I create diagrams that help me to visualize the different compartments or components of my annual plan. Having a bit of dyslexia, my relation to the written word can sometimes be fraught, and the software helps. And then there's also good old pen and paper, which certainly worked well for me over the years. Whatever your preferred mode, I believe that it is important that recording these insights, goals, and ideas, they become grounded in etheric matter. The devas of circumstance will begin their work and having those concepts available to revisit through the year, they become a powerful touchstone for manifestation. And what might be contained in such an annual plan? Certainly the usual personal goals have a place career, health, home, life, they are as important to those of us on the spiritual path as to anyone. And we do not live in a bubble. But we also have traditional areas of service, to, additional areas of service to add. Individuals engaged in triangles work understand the need for world service and that our life intention extends beyond our personal goals to the larger humanitarian and planetary service. Once written down, your formal plan can help guide your efforts as the year unfolds. The plan will still work its magic, whether you look back at it or not. When the next year rolls around, then open it up and see how your plan worked out. You might be surprised at the effectiveness. You will also find it helpful, helpful when you do next year's review the plan and plan for the next year ahead. By doing this year after year, you create a rhythm, a momentum of spiritual growth. At this time, the current world need is so great that our personal achievements need to be measured in their contribution to the group life. When you read the Tibetan's work of the 1930s and 40s, and hear the urgency of his pleas for disciples to step up in that hour of need, then look at the issues of today's world with global challenges of the pandemic, disinformation, and the rise of authoritarianism. I cannot but feel that the issues of today demand equal efforts. The fact that we have incarnated at this time is no mistake. 
we were born for this work. We must spare no effort in the working out of the plan of light. We must ask ourselves, how can we be better servers? How can we improve our poise, our alignment, our concentration, our ability to visualize? Look at your individual service, whatever your work, paid or unpaid, physical, intellectual, business, service of any kind. These can all provide potential opportunities for growth. And a new year review can be a valuable tool in that effort. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, how many years, can, if I could ask, have you been doing this in your life? Um, in, in one form or another, 40 years at least. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I have a whole uh, range of New Year's rituals that I do. I have a bulletin board that every January gets wiped clean and uh, new material put on as the year proceeds. I have a prayer list that I use every year. Again, wipe clean at January and that, but a journal writing um, since the 70s. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And have you found that at the end of the year, what has been the results? Have you kept to your plan usually? <laughs> <laughs> some things, yes. Some things, no. You know, mm -hmm. I've had, uh, I do a, uh, I occasionally do a formal plan that's a little more involved than just a New Year's plan. Mm -hmm. And in, in that work, I've, uh, that's how I found my, um, my career, really, that I decided, mm -hmm. so this is what I need to do. Uh, you know, and it gives my work, I'm self-employed, I'm a carpenter. It uh, gives me flexibility um, to work, you know, to do my waltzing Matilda, working for here and there. And then to take time off, to take time away to do other service work and that. So, uh, yeah, it's very, I think it's very useful. And is this something that you came up with yourself and devised? Or is it that you followed someone else's plans? Pretty much myself. You know, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a trailblazer. I'm, a, you know, I'm sort of an iconoclast, I guess. I don't know uh, how you describe it. But uh, um, I, you know, in my life, um, I was sort of cut loose early on and uh, didn't have quite the guidance that maybe some, some families have. And then, so I have uh, created my own structure. And by working for myself, which I've done uh, nearly the entire, uh, you know, 40 years of my career, I'm, um, you know, I have to create structure for my day. I have to say, all right, what am I doing today? How can I best use my efforts? Um, one of the things I do is every morning I have, as I uh, sit down to meditation, I kind of think about my day and I fill out an index card with the date, the, uh, the, the various tasks of the day, and uh, maybe sometimes a little, some a little inspiration or the phase of the moon if, uh, if, that's, if it's new or full. And, uh, and then I collect those up at the end of the year and uh, <laughs> I've got a sculpture that I've made, made with them, so. Yeah, it seems like a way of um, implementing the seventh ray into one's life, even if you don't have it, you know. Right, right. Well, it's, you know. It's a training manual. Whether, right, whether we have it in our makeup or not, right. we live in it. 
it's right. in our it's in the uh, it's in the atmosphere. Yes, and it's a valuable tool for um, for manifesting for for mm -hmm. creating the world that we need to create, yeah. and uh, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's 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 so different than a lot of other. Um, models that are perhaps based on along the same line, which are much more based on physical plane things. Your plan is accompanying subjective, your subjective life as well. Well, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, it's intuition to the mind, charge it with emotion, bring it down into manifestation. Mm -hmm. And I do that with my, uh, with my woodworking. You know, mm -hmm. if I have a project, you know, I have a, what I call the, the workshop. And it's a mental space uh, that I have in, men in meditation where mm -hmm. I go and I'll do the, do the project and I will see the things that I need, the tools that I need. If I'm working yeah. away from the workshop, you know, what tools do I need to bring? And all, all that stuff gets worked out ahead of time. Yeah. And then another kind of a funny story. But when, I, when I leave the workshop to go and work on a job, before I walk out the door, I say to my, my workshop, I say, does anybody else want to come? Are there any tools that want to come with me? And um, something will say, you know, jigsaw or sawzall or whole, whatever. And I've often said, ah, I don't need you. I don't need you. And then I'll go to the job. And I'm not at the job 15 minutes before I think, oh, I should have had that. I should have had uh, that. Oh, yeah. And then, so now I, I pay attention. I listen. And, yeah. and even if I don't see a, a, a use for it, better throw it in because the tools seem to know better than I do. That's interesting. Well, thank you so much. And now you could, do you see the chat box? You might want to read some of the comments and questions that are posted there. All right. Um, and so, if anyone would like to raise their hand, all you have to do is click on your name in the participants box and we can unmute your microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys will take care of that part. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, from Teresa, thank you. I resonate with your practices, uh, very similar to myself, seventh, very seventh ray. Uh, thanks from Sweden. Oh, look, it's, it's uh, let's see if I can uh, scroll up a little bit. Yeah. See if there's any. Um, Yes, all right, some good mornings. Oh, yeah, boy. Um, uh, I am not having a very good, let's see, vibration strings high, Ajni yoga meditations, yay. For that, thank you, Jeffrey. Well, thank yous. Uh, are you seeing questions, Kathy? Because I'm having... Sometimes people don't put my questions. My control is uh, not very good. Ancient wisdom okay. advises that each aspirant write an evening review. No judging, just a brief three paragraphs assessing oneself mentally, emotionally, and physically. That's from uh, Prati Bradley. And uh, yeah, that's very good. Uh, so many great suggestions. Thank you from Andrea. Um, Oh, yeah, let's see. Besides having New Year's plans, it's also good to be open-minded and open-hearted to the new insights, new ideas, new visions, and new inspirations, which come unexpectedly when one is open to this every day. That's Matthew Martin. Thank you, Matthew. And thus have plans, and but be fluid and flexible. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the truth? So... 
Yeah, speaking of planning, the will to good is a basic quality of divine purpose involving planned activity and definite goal, goals to be achieved. So planning is absolutely essential. Well, you know, that's how the hierarchy works. You know, there's divine purpose, and then we create a plan and, you know, and work it down from there. Yeah. Wow. New Year's resolutions originated from ancient Babylon 4,000 years ago. It's interesting to see how the world has developed over the years or not. And uh, with resolutions with the incoming seventh ray. That's really great. Uh, I didn't see who said that. Oh, and then uh, looks like, uh, oh yeah, my, uh, my um, transcript is, uh, was uh, downloaded into the chat if anybody's interested. And there's a link to that uh, mind mapping software, which uh, I found very useful. So uh, yeah. The, yeah, the angels of inspiration, are the, yeah, the devas of uh, circumstance. So often when you set an intention and suddenly you find support where you didn't expect it, it's uh, just uh, it's, uh, remarkable. Have a good look at this. Love and will. All right. Writing to awaken. All right. I just got that open. It's lovely. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Political service. Yeah. Political service. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's where it's all happening these days. Uh, it's certainly here in the United States. Um, we are uh, in quite a time, really uh, in a, an epic struggle. So, uh, all right. I think I'm good, Kathy. All right. Well, I think I would just like to thank you again so much. And we're approaching the time of four o'clock when there's the silent minute. So maybe we'll just end with a little bit of extended silence, but probably not a full five minutes. But thank you so much, Jeffrey. And we hope to hear from you again. Um, I'd love to. Yes, look forward to hearing from you. All right, so. Blessings to my friends. Thank you so much. Transcript is in the chat. I saw someone asking about that. So let's just link with all triangles workers throughout the world and all those who work within the heart center of the new group of world servers.
Thank you. I look forward to being with you again next week. And thanks again, Jeffrey. <laughs>